Thanks for tuning in to Product Forward. I'm Nathan Snell, and today we're going to talk about outcomes versus outputs and tasty cake. One of the easiest traps in product management is when shipping a feature becomes the goal. And I'm going to say that again because I think it's just so easy to miss, and I'm going to tweak it just slightly. The goal of product management is not shipping a feature. Right, let me say that again. The goal of product management is not shipping a feature. And some of you even listening to this might be thinking, what? Like, How is shipping a feature not the goal of product management? Look, shipping a feature is not the goal because our customers are looking for an outcome, not a feature. A feature happens to be the delivery mechanism. And it's entirely possible that the feature that we shipped does not deliver on the promise of the actual outcome that we sold. Let's use cake as an example here, because who doesn't like cake? And because I just had it recently. So what kind of cake do you think we should use? I'm personally a fan of red velvet cake. My wife always makes it for me for my birthday, and it's delicious and amazing. But uh, in this case, let's go with some chocolate cake, because I feel like that, that might be the kind of cake that you all like. So with, with that out of the way, we have a customer. And the customers asked for a tasty milk chocolate cake. But here's the challenge. We only have a couple of days to make our cake instead of the normal week that we have to make the cake. And given that we only have a couple of days, we decided to make it a smaller cake, right? To, to compensate for the time. But turns out we were also out of milk chocolate. So we just opted to make it a dark chocolate cake because we didn't have time to go to the store and get the milk chocolate. We also decided to try to make up for our lack of milk chocolate by adding a lot of icing on top, right? So just trying to make sure that it's still a good and fun cake here. Now here's the thing. The day's upon us and the good news is we delivered the chocolate cake as requested on time. Well, sort of as requested. Hopefully the problem in this example is, is clear. We focused on output, that is shipping a feature, and not on the outcome itself. If we had focused on the outcome, we would be making sure that what we had shipped accomplished the desired customer goal. In other words, a larger milk chocolate cake. In product organizations that are focusing on outputs, what happens is the chocolate cake that we just talked about gets shipped. And now, more often than not, the team moves on to the next feature, or cake as it were. Never mind that customer satisfaction might be low with the first cake, or that we have quality issues with it because we had way too much frosting on top, and that it doesn't really deliver on the customer need, right? the original request. So by contrast, in an outcome-focused product organization, the product team would evaluate whether the outcome is being achieved. They would see pretty quickly that it was not. It was not a milk chocolate cake and it was not a large milk chocolate cake. And instead, that team would prioritize what's needed in order to make sure that they can improve the cake until it really meets the customer's needs. As product managers, we should be focused on the business outcome. That's part of the core thing of what we help drive, right, is the business outcome. Did we ship what we said we would, when we said we would, and did it deliver the desired outcome for the customer and our business? 
One of the biggest mistakes I see in product management is moving on from a feature before it's actually achieving its outcome or the outcome that we promised. And one of the biggest mistakes I see product leaders make, and look, I, I've, I've made this myself, is not holding their team accountable to delivering on outcomes. It's one thing to set the outcome at the outset. I've seen that happen very often. But if the team itself isn't laser focused on making sure that that outcome sees fruition, and if their leadership, you know, product leaders aren't holding teams accountable to those outcomes, customer and business, then it becomes really easy to get sloppy and let it slide. Look, make no mistakes, shipping outcomes is much harder than shipping features. Because in order to ship outcomes and not features, it requires that the whole team clearly understands what outcome the feature is delivering in the first place. So let's talk for a little bit on what focusing on an outcome really means and looks like. So focusing on outcomes is making sure that we're answering the question of what is the return on investment our feature is giving a customer and how. For example, is it helping them get more revenue? Is it helping them take cost out? There are lots of options, but defining that upfront gets everyone, including the marketing team, the sales team, the support team, and so on, aligned to what the value of the feature you're planning to work on even is. Because at the end of the day, a feature should really be delivering a benefit. And that's where honestly, I don't even like personally talking about features very much. I like talking about benefits. We're shipping benefits. Those benefits, right, if they're truly benefits, are delivering outcomes in some fashion. You know, now, a feature is the delivery mechanism of that outcome or of that benefit. But really, if you end up starting to focus on features too much, you tend to get too technical. You get too refocused on outputs. So I really like to think about it in terms of benefits and outcomes. Hopefully by now, you're thinking, are we shipping outcomes or are we shipping outputs? Are you a feature factory or a benefit factory? And honestly, most product or dev teams know this pretty instinctively when I talk about this. And frankly, even myself, when I talk to my teams and I ask them this question at times, you know, it, it's pretty clear right away whether or not we've fallen into one or the other because it does take discipline to keep it up. But if you're not sure, here's two really simple um, litmus questions, if you will, or questions that tend to reveal whether you're output or outcome focused. All right, so question number one, ask your whole team, that's not just product, that's designers, QA, engineering, product, and so on. So ask your whole team, what outcomes are you measuring to know what you shipped is in fact a success? So. What are the outcomes that you're measuring to know that what you shipped was a success? And just as a tip, revenue is not usually the answer here. Increased revenue is, in most cases, the result of shipping a great outcome. But the answer here can't really be, oh, well, we know it's a success because we made more money. Like that's sort of the goal of everything that we're doing here, right? And I'll give some examples here in a minute, just from my own background even of how we kind of look at outcomes. but. The question is, what are you measuring? What are you tracking to know that this is a success? The second question that I, that I also really like is ask yourself or your team, why should the feature actually be shipped? What's the benefit like we just talked about a little bit earlier? The answer can't be because the user asked for it or because it makes using the product easier. Again, those, those things may be true, 
but an outcome is fundamentally about the why this capability is actually helpful for the customer. So again, it may be in fact that, you know, that it is making the product easier to use, but why is that beneficial? Ultimately, what value is that delivering? For example, does the feature continue to deliver the outcome of increased efficiency because it now takes the user less time to accomplish something in the product? That's an outcome, right? You have this increased efficiency. Or does it deliver on the outcome of increasing revenue because the user is able to now see more opportunities, for example? That's the mindset shift between, behind output versus outcome. Focus on the why for the customer and then hold yourself accountable to achieving that why. I know we've covered a lot. Let, let me just give a real life example here around this. A while back, one of my teams was working on a capability that used AI and machine learning to automatically extract information from a document and move it through a particular process. This was something that was being done manually by customers of ours all the time. And the outcome that we were focused on shipping was efficiency. So if you hear that, right, the outcome was efficiency. We wanted, and this kind of gets into the measurable part, we wanted to reduce the amount of time it took customers to perform the overall workflow by at least 25%. That was our outcome marker. As a result, we added in metrics across the capability that we had, and we also did internal races of our manual process versus the automated process. So again, this goes to the measuring side. And just as, as a slight uh, tangent here, if you don't have a way of, of actually tracking these metrics, it's really, really hard to be held accountable and to hold yourself accountable to these outcomes. So there is an aspect of, of even planning ahead of time what kind of metrics and measuring need to be in the product that you can track to make sure that you're delivering on the right things. So the question then, right, is what, what was the result of the team? Early on, the team was only actually seeing about a 10% reduction in the amount of time it took to complete that overall workflow. And while that's technically able to be shipped, and we did actually start early adopter testing with it, we did not make it generally available because the team had not yet accomplished the outcome that they had set out to, even though the output was done. Hear me there. The team was achieving a 10% lift. In other words, they were having a 10% reduction in the amount of time it was taking customers to accomplish what was the manual workflow before. Now, the issue is that while the output was finished, everything was working fine and we were delivering on something and we started to do some early testing, we weren't yet really at the outcome that we believed was necessary to win in the market. So through further improving the accuracy of the AI and improving the user experience, the team was actually able to increase the efficiency numbers there to the 25% minimum. And actually, they often achieved much higher than that. So that even just goes to show with that focus on the outcome, before they jumped into new capabilities, before they potentially were acting in an output focused manner, they hit that 25% minimum. And the result honestly was great. That team brought something to market that customers really liked and had a very strong response and a really great sales pipeline was built and they started to act on as a result of it. So let's all be great product leaders and not just focus on shipping and output, but let's ensure that we're delivering on the outcomes that our customers actually want. Thanks for listening to Product Forward. If you have any questions or thoughts or want something else to be covered, feel free to drop us a line. You can go to productforward.fm. You can also look us up on Twitter at productfwdfm. <laughs>